Modafinil is a problematic smart drug. Modafinil and I, we go back, way back. I've used it well over a hundred times at this point. And I've used almost every type of modafinil. Armadrafinil, Artvigil, Provigil, Modalert, Adrafinil, that was nasty stuff. You name it, I've metabolized it. And while modafinil, it holds a special place in my heart, to be honest, it is a problematic smart drug. I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and in this podcast, I'm going to break down 10 issues that the iconic smart drug has. And you are going to, I think if you're serious about nootropics, if you're interested in smart drugs, if you are a regular modafinil user, it would be a good idea for you to go and check out the article, which is linked below wherever you're watching or listening to me. In that article, I have all the link rabbit holes of everything that you might want to take a look at. Because when it comes to pharmacological kind of stuff, when it comes to smart drugs, you want to be a rigorous empir- rigorous empiricist. You want to be a person that uh, correlates some evidence backing up whatever it is that you are doing, whatever it is that you are consuming. And I've organized some stuff for you there at Limitless Mindset, including a really nicely done infographic. I've created a cool infographic to go along with this. So even if you don't want to read this uh, whole article, I think it's three, 4,000 words, even if you don't want to read the whole article, at least go and check out that infographic because it is nicely designed. So yeah, here I'm going to break down everything that is perhaps an issue with modafinil that you should think about. And then I'm going to suggest an alternative for biohackers out there that really like to have that relentless focus and that like to have a powerful vigilance agent that keeps them pepped up and moving in the right direction in life. Okay, so let's dive in. And first, number one reason that we're going to talk about is sleep disruption. And this is the main reason why I've cut way back on my modafinil usage. As you become more self-aware as a biohacker, you realize how costly bad sleep is. First of all, just a night of bad sleep has a deleterious effect on your intelligence and capacity to solve problems. According to a Time Magazine article, missing an hour of sleep turns a sixth grader's brain into that of a fourth grader. Secondly, if you want to make some bad decisions, get some bad sleep. It causes foolish, impulsive decision-making. From some scientific research published in the book entitled Nurture Shock, New Thinking About Children, 
a tired brain perseverates. It gets stuck on a wrong answer and can't come up with a more creative solution. Repeatedly returning to the same answer it already knows is erroneous. Boy, I've never done that. I've, I've My mind has never done that. I don't know about these other people, though. Okay, and then thirdly, as you probably experienced, bad sleep really hits your productivity, focus, and mood. And then finally, chronic bad sleep contributes to heart disease, obesity, diabetes, and even Alzheimer's. And the pharmacological purpose of modafinil is is keeping narcoleptics awake. If you don't have narcolepsy, it may keep you from naturally falling asleep and getting good sleep. It remains in your body and affects your sleep for 15 to 20 hours after you consume it. And I've got a graph to go along with that. I will share with you a quote from a biohacker on longevity. He writes, the only thing I notice is I'm able to stay awake longer. It completely kills deep sleep for the time it's in effect, six to eight hours. So you can forget about taking naps. Also, it makes me a tad bit nauseous and makes my head feel more swollen. That's about it as far as effects go. I took 200 milligrams the first day and couldn't get sleep that night. And good news though, there's a few things that you can do to mitigate the chances of modafinil ruining your sleep. First of all, don't take a full dose. Often, if I'm using modafinil, I will cut the modafinil or armodafinil tablets in half so that I'm only doing 75 to 100 milligrams instead of the full 150 to 200. Secondly, dose very early. Since it stays in your system for so long, I now only take modafinil very early in the mornings, around 6 or 7 a.m. And then finally, use tranquilizers in the evening. Not the, uh, not the kind that they use to take down the rhinoceros in Jurassic Park, but you want to use some natural uh, anxiolytics once the time of the day rolls around to finally relax, kick back. So you'd want to take things like ashwagandha, CBD oil, or um, something like apple cider vinegar and honey tea is actually a pretty good tranquilizer, maybe some chamomile. What you want to do also is days that you take modafinil, be a little bit more intentional and conscious about that wind down period of the day. Make it a point to put your laptop and your work and your glowing screens away, you know, 
two hours before before bedtime or whatever, or maybe even give yourself a little bit more time with it because that can be important. That, that proper wind-down period can save you from a night of tossing and turning and ending up uh, underslept. But modafinil is a very powerful drug. And even taking these steps, modafinil may result in a night of crappy sleep or hours spent tossing and turning in bed with your mind racing. This is why I use it a whole lot less frequently now. I only touch it if I really need a day of powerful focus and wakefulness, which is worth sacrificing some of the next day's productivity, which is the that is the case sometimes. Sometimes you're up against a deadline and you really need a kick-ass day, and then the next day you know that you can kind of uh, take things easy. Second issue worth mentioning with it with modafinil, anxiety. A very frequently reported side effect of modafinil and something I've certainly experienced is anxiety. It's a hardcore stimulant and it may make you nervous, irritable, or even paranoid. As a rule of thumb, if you start getting annoyed by little things like your family, slow people at stores, traffic, etc. While you are dosed on a nootropic, you're overstimulated. Good nootropics should put you into a state of relaxed arousal where you're focused and motivated, but also clear-headed and happy. If you're motivated yet angry, then you're doing it wrong. A number of biohackers on longevity discussed the downsides of modafinil, a quote from them, especially counter-advised for anyone with a predisposition for anxiety, OCD, and generally having a cocky personality, you'll later regret the things you said on Mata. I'm also unimpressed by its effect on creativity. I have some ill effects if I use it every day, especially anxiety, which is why it's not a regular thing for me to use. I also feel pretty excited, which is verging on anxiety. It's really a surreal feeling. I'm still trying to assess whether its pros outweigh the cons. And to avoid a minor panic attack on modafinil, don't combine it with too many other stimulants. Go easy on the coffee or nicotine and then add some light anxiolytics to your daily stack. Like L-theanine. And to get that L-theanine, you could just uh, drink some extra cups of green tea or a small dose of maybe 200 milligrams of ashwagandha would probably help you out. Third issue is dopamine desensitization. Modafinil 
releases a lot of dopamine into your synapses, which is part of what makes it such an effective smart drug for many. You should also try having sex on modafinil uh, about two hours after you take it, and you'll get a nice, uh, nice enhancing effect as a result of the heightened dopamine. This can also result more problematically in dopamine desensitization, though. This could manifest as a higher tolerance to modafinil, which is just needing to do more of it to get the same cognition-enhancing effect. Or, even more concerning, it could rob the joy out of simple, natural pleasures of life. You may find that after chronic use of modafinil, you just don't enjoy a succulent meal or a deep conversation with a friend quite as much. And this may account for some of the personality changes that we're going to discuss a little bit further on here. But I'll quote from a 2014 paper entitled Performance Enhancement at the Cost of Potential Brain Plasticity. That's not what we want, is it? Quote, cognitive enhancement is no longer a science fiction. We must consider the unique dynamics of the developing brain and proceed cautiously until thorough safety and efficacy parameters have been established. Next thing I'll talk about is histamine reactions. Modafinil stands out as an ostensible nootropic in that it hacks histamine. The neurotransmitter that you're probably well acquainted with thanks to the annoying itch that you get after being bitten by a mosquito. Modafinil's wakefulness mechanism works by elevating histamine levels in the mind and body. And boosting histamine may not have the performance-enhancing smart drug effect that you desire. The eminent biohacker Dr. Andrew Hill in a Reddit AMA shared a harrowing negative reaction he had to modafinil. He wrote, I hate modafinil. It put me in the hospital with body-covering hives that lasted weeks and left me with reactive histamine system for months. If you don't feel like eating today, Google Erthermia Multiform Minor to see what I was dealing with. I think I'm not going to Google image search that one. I think I'll just take Dr. Hill's word for it. He writes, also the cognitive enhancing effects are pretty minor, not as powerful as neurofeedback or mindfulness or even paracetam, and definitely not sustainable. If you are narcoleptic, it probably has good use, but I'm very adverse to it as an off-label drug for ADHD. 
etc. In fact, review papers show that there is an increased risk for side effects in people with attention issues. A reaction this bad is pretty rare. You probably don't need to be paranoid about landing in the hospital after taking modafinil, but it's kind of a fringe possibility, which is not a severity of side effect that is shared with very many other nootropics out there. Another biohacker on longevity reported some unpleasant histamine-related side effects. He writes, after third dose, I noticed some reddish rash on my cheeks. I wonder if he's talking about his, his face cheeks or his butt cheeks, you know? Like, how would you feel, babe, if I had a reddish rash on my butt cheeks after using too many smart drugs? <laughs> I mean, you'd be dissatisfied. You're, you're, you'd be concerned, deeply concerned yeah. as a devoted wife, right? Totally. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fortunately, that's never happened to me. No, your butt cheeks are pretty okay. They remain nice and naturally rosy. Naturally rosy, right? Well, more like whitey, but that's fine. Naturally whitey. That's appropriate. That's appropriate. I'm not ashamed of it. Not one bit. Okay, so this guy said, It was not as bad as I have had these before, but after the fourth dose, my skin started to feel warm and itchy. But as I said, it has been very mild. I discontinued the use of modafinil and the rash has not spread. It seems that I am having an allergic reaction and increased amounts of histamine H1 have caused the skin rash and H3 some sleep difficulties even after the use was discontinued. I think antihistamines might work to relieve the problem. Can one get cured from modafinil allergy or prevent it happening with use of antihistamines? I'm not sure about that one. However, rxlist.com includes modafinil's side effects. And it does mention serious rash, including Stevens-Johnson's syndrome, which is a serious systemic body-wide allergic reaction with a characteristic rash involving the skin and mucous membranes, including the buccal mucosa that is inside of the mouth conjunctiva and genital areas that is not what we want hopefully we're dissuading some people from going ham on modafinil with this and an unpleasant dry mouth is another frequently reported symptom of histamine reactions someone wrote modafinil gave me the worst dry mouth I've ever experienced. And I've been on more than a few drying agents. Unfortunately, I had to stop using it within a couple of days. Our next uh, important point to remember about modafinil here, worth discussing, is its effect on personality. 
And few modafinil users will deny its assortment of effects on one's personality. And not all are good. I'll quote here. It's having many of the positive effects I had expected. Enhanced mood, reduced fatigue, etc. But I confess it's also having a few unwanted effects. I'm more jittery and jumpy than I've ever been and sometimes stutter when trying to speak. I also feel pretty excited, which is verging on anxiety. It's really a very surreal feeling. I'm still trying to assess whether the pros outweigh the cons. And then another person said, man, I hate being Modafinil's bitch. It's all nice and easy till I find myself snapping at others. I feel bad. Long-term consumers of modafinil wouldn't be the type of people I would like to hang around with much, especially heavy-duty users. Long-term use of anything that tackles with your brain will alter, in my person, my opinion, your personality. Another person wrote, I'm very verbose about the first three hours after taking the pill, but after that, it's giving me speech problems, messing up my words. Someone else wrote, useful but not perfect, especially counter-advised for anyone who is predisposed to anxiety and OCD. And then someone else wrote, the bad thing about it is that if anything goes wrong, or if I get even a little paranoid, I find it impossible to stop thinking about that thing. I've decided that modafinil is not something I can take on a daily basis. It will be saved only for all-nighters and study time when I can be left alone and not worried or angered. And then finally, someone said, whenever I was on modafinil around others, I would occasionally run my mouth and unwittingly make terrible comments, as if the train of thought went faster than the consciousness of my actions. And one Aussie reported that modafinil enabled very costly and impulsive gambling. He said, seemed to work well except for one downside. It made me gamble extremely impulsively. Third day on the modafinil, I went to the pub, usually put 20 to 50 bucks through the machines and walk away. But on modafinil, I managed to lose myself five grand. Oh my God. This, this guy sounds like a true idiot. So he would go to the pub and he would spend usually 20 to $50 on the slot machines. But then when he went on modafinil, he wasted $5,000. That's pretty amazing. That's a guy that should maybe be kept away from, kept away from pubs at least. Can, can you 86 yourself from a, 
from a pub? I would hope so. Do you think that's better than the idiot that spent like $10,000 over a stripper? I think spending $10,000 on a stripper is... it's Well, it's worse. I mean, it's quantitatively worse. This guy only wasted $5,000. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the other guy wasted $10,000 at a night on a single stripper, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you can just imagine if that guy was on modafinil. Probably would have managed to waste $15,000. Or more? Possibly. When I'm on potent smart drugs like modafinil or racetams, I sometimes feel like a psychopath. In every social interaction, I'm visualizing an invisible chessboard of competing frames, motivations, desires, status, risk, and opportunity. Veteran biohackers or those close to them will admit that long-term nootropics usage does change your personality. Amongst the anecdotal reports, a lot of people report that it makes them more cocky or egocentric, you might say. If you've been a nice guy or nice gal that people disregarded or took advantage of, something like modafinil may inject a quantum of psychopathy into your personality that may make you a bit more functional in this cynical, unfair world, to be honest. Uh, issue number six with modafinil is retardation of verbal fluency. That's right. Some report odd or undesirable effects on verbal fluency. One guy said, modafinil Fs up my verbal fluency and choice of words oftentimes. Someone else said, this is interesting because I feel the same way. In particular, I believe it affects my verbal abilities. I get the tip of the tongue problem. I know exactly what word I want to say in a conversation, but I just can't think of it. Sometimes it'll take me 30 seconds before I can remember what it was I wanted to say, but not before fumbling around for the right word. Someone else said, it is an odd feeling. My description of it being like a very short, silent stutter. The mouth seems to open to form the word mid-sentence, but that word seems to not get sent from the brain, so you find yourself struggling with it for a few seconds. And then finally, someone said, Modafinil absolutely destroyed my verbal fluency when I was on it, stuttering constantly with a cloudy head, never knowing what to say next. That's the reason I stopped using it. Not good for a sales job. The next potential reason to pass on modafinil is birth control disruption. Modafinil causes a higher rate of contraceptive failure when hormonal birth control 
is used concurrently with it according to an FDA research paper. Hormonal birth control is problematic to be very charitable, but many women use it anyways. Don't combine the two if you're a woman and don't want to become pregnant. Eight, there's some other unpredictable side effects. Perusing the internet, you won't have to search hard for reports of undesirable and more severe side effects. For example, someone named, Char someone named Charles Muffin on Quora warned. He said, I bought some of these pills online, both modafinil and armadrafinil at different times, and used them for about two months with caffeine and have given myself some kind of heart attack slash stroke. The capacity of my heart seems to be reduced now. Six months since quitting all caffeine and stimulants, I've tried drinking tea again and found that I can't even drink a single cup without my heart beating erratically for the rest of the day. I have seriously damaged my health by taking this stupid drug. I think I shortened my life by 10 to 30 years as a result of listening to Dave Asprey's advice of drinking coffee with this stuff, which I seriously do not recommend. Before doing this, I was a pretty healthy and in shape 29-year-old. Wow, that is young to be facing uh, cardiac decline. That's very sad. I hope uh, Dave Asprey does something to help the guy out. Maybe Dave Asprey can, uh, you know, invite this guy over to his uh, biohacker center for uh, some kind of treatment to overcome the issue that uh, I guess originated with Dave's advice. Issue number nine is illegitimate pharmaceutical modafinil. If you research modafinil much, you'll notice that most of the websites selling it are offering the Indian manufactured modafinil from Hab Pharma or Sun Pharma. And this is problematic, to say the least. Neither the manufacturers nor the vendors of modafinil test the product for purity, legitimacy, or absence of toxins. And there was an article that was published in the New York Times. It was entitled, Medicines Made in India Set Off Safety Worries. And I'll quote from that article. India's drug industry is one of the country's most important economic engines, exporting 15 billion in products annually, and some of its factories are world-class, virtually indistinguishable from their counterparts in the West. But others suffer from serious quality control problems. The World Health Organization estimated that one in five drugs made in India are fakes. Wow, one in five are fakes. That's, that's bad. That's, that's real bad. 
2010 survey of New Delhi pharmacies found that 12% of sampled drugs were spurious. And then the final disadvantage I want to bring to your attention is cost. Modafinil is a pricey habit. These little tablets cost between $1 to $3 per dose. And you need to buy them in significant quantities to get the price closer to the buck per dose. So given all these uh, fairly weighty downsides to modafinil, I'm going to suggest that if your objective is performance optimization, if you're not struggling with narcolepsy, if it's the wakefulness, the focus, the cognitive enhancement, and productivity that modafinil is supposed to imbue that you're after, I think there's a better nootropic option out there for you. And I will direct your attention to Quantum Mind, which is a product created by my friend Neil the car. And this is a nootropic that I did a thorough personal evaluation of. And for me, it stands out as a wakefulness promoter and cognitive enhancer that I think you could probably trade in your modafinil for. And I'll run the ingredients of Quantum Mind past you. First of all, Alcar. It has 500 milligrams of one of the most underrated mitochondrial nootropics. N-acetyl-L-carnitine is the version of carnitine, Alcar, that passes the blood-brain barrier. It's got 275 milligrams of alpha-lipoic acid. This is the antioxidant that was demonstrated in a University of Massachusetts study to enhance cognition in combination with Alcar, alpha-GPC, and phosphocytoserine, which are other ingredients of the quantum mind. Next, it has alpha-GPC. If you're wondering why this stack is pricier than a lot of products out there that you might find on Amazon or the shelves of your local pharmacy, it's because of high bioavailability ingredients like alpha-GPC. And this is the version of choline that is demonstrated to enhance cognition. Kind of on the other spectrum, it contains ashwagandha. And a nootropic stack like this delivers a state of relaxed arousal by combining stimulating nootropics with several anxiolytic nootropics. Ashwagandha is a favorite sleep hack of mine, but smaller quantities like the 200 milligrams in this stack simply take the edge off the anxiety that can result from combining a lot of stimulants. It also contains black pepper. You've probably heard before that you should combine the spices turmeric and pepper to increase the absorption of the renowned Indian spice. And this stack contains 10 milligrams of bioperine, which is a special patented 
version of Pepper, which is a bit fancier than what you find in condiments. Pepper on its own as a supplement doesn't do much, but it increases the absorption of the other nootropics in the stack. It's a great addition, I think, that enhances the bang for your buck with it. It also does contain caffeine, and the current version of QuantumMind contains 300 milligrams, which is a lot, enough to keep even a serious coffee drinker awake for several hours. The daily dose is six capsules, so you're getting 50 milligrams per capsule. And a strong coffee is about 100 milligrams of caffeine. So you would definitely want to spread out your dosing. You'd want to do something like three capsules first thing in the morning and then three around lunchtime. Doing Quantum Mind after 6 p.m. in the evening may mess with your sleep if you go to bed at a reasonable hour. Next, I'll mention the ginseng. It's got 200 milligrams of the storied and mystical adaptogen uh, Panax, or sometimes people call it true ginseng. Panax means true in uh, Latin, maybe? I forget. And at that dosage, 200 milligrams, it is a subtle anti-stress effect. It also contains green tea, 150 milligrams of Camellia senescence leaf extract. This has an anxiolytic effect that enhances creativity just a bit. On my infrequent modafinil days, personally, I try to drink three to five cups of green tea to keep my mood nice and even and balanced and to keep the irritation and mild anxiety at bay. It also contains hordenine, which inhibits the dissolution of noradrenaline, which results in an uptick in energy, motivation, and possibly alertness. It contains L-tyrosine, which is a natural amino acid, which interestingly shares some of modafinil's benefits when it comes to wakefulness. It contains 450 milligrams, which is a dose demonstrated to normalize cognitive function while in a sleep-deprived state even, which is going to be relevant to the modafinil users out there that will occasionally use modafinil to balance out when they get a night of really crappy sleep. And actually, you could use L-tyrosine, and it's probably a lower-risk strategy for doing so. It also contains phenylethylamine, or PEA, which has been called a small molecule with a large impact. Quote, for those disorders which are characterized by low PEA levels, such as attention deficit 
hyperactivity disorder, PEA has been suggested as a safe alternative to drugs, such as amphetamine or methylphenidate, which are accompanied by many undesirable side effects. It also contains phosphatidylserine, 350 milligrams of the golfer's nootropic, which interestingly increases performance without increasing stress levels, which is like having your cake and eating it too. Typically, enhanced performance in the form of cognition and wakefulness has a downside of boosting stress hormones. It also contains shilajit, 150 milligrams of this Eastern adaptogen, which mysteriously emerges from rocks. That's right, if you wanna go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, go and do some research on shilajit. There are several clinical trials of shilajit demonstrating that it enhances testosterone by as much as 23.5%. Hey, I'd like to be 23.5% more manly. I would go out there and I would conquer 23.5% more of my world, right? According to some Chilean research, it's a potential precognitive agent. It is a potent and very safe dietary supplement, restoring the energetic balance and potentially able to prevent several diseases. And then finally, it contains vitamin B12, 1,000 micrograms of the methylcobalamin version of the essential brain vitamin, which has been the subject of over 40 clinical trials. So I will direct you to go and check out my full review of Quantum Mind economically and in pretty much every other way. I think it's probably going to be a better enhancement option than modafinil. And do drop me a comment below this video or podcast. You could even send me an email or a message if you're a modafinil user and let me know if the if the issues the problems of the smart drug that I described here. Let me know if you've experienced those sort of things. And then let me know if you try something like Quantumind as an alternative. I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, looking forward to a continued conversation with you.